Let's wake and bake with the boys Pull out some weed and get high Dude smoking on the bong While Scotty's talking way too long Got time to smoke one more Taking the message To the people now Keep smoking and growing And watching prohibition fall down Wake and bake, America. Whoa. Yep. Whoa, man. And I got to come back with the one I've still been trying to do. The good morning, Vietnam. Or wake and bake, America. Something like that. <laughs> still a horrible impression of... Uh, he was a little crazy. Adrian Cronauer. The, the ancient Cronauer. That's, his, that's the guy's real name, I believe. Oh, that, played that, by the... Robin Williams, yeah. The deceased, is that the proper way to put it? It is. Or the by former? The way, I will say that you fucked up a couple days ago calling your buddy an ex-Marine. You're only an ex-Marine oh, if you got shit. kicked out, man. He doesn't listen to the show, I think, yeah. so we're good on yeah. that front at least. You're but a good Marine point or... for life, yeah. brother. Yeah. But he didn't want to get on my shoulders to climb out of that biatch. <laughs> Dude, I'm so glad you made it. Man. All right. I thank God for deep roots. It's real deal shit. <laughs> don't not want to F up at that moment. Anyway, uh, Wake and Bake 347, is that what we're doing? That's where we're hanging? Yes. Uh, let's get into the prime time supporters. Oh, hold man. up, hold up. 437. What did I say? Yeah, 337, man. You just yeah. went back on your roll with it, man. Roll with it. <laughs> All right. Recharge. Recharge. Recharge it up, guys. Um, yes. If for some reason you just tuned in and you don't know what recharge is, it would be uh, Scotty's all in one Mike Obriel inoculant. <laughs> I love the way you say it, dude. How would you do the do a sh- like the Shark Tank pitch? I've been watching a few Shark Tanks l- lately. Right. And, uh, you know, you got to be good. I would That's walk up to Cuban and I would go, you're fucking up cuban you are fucking <laughs> up and you're killing everybody man and you're killing the soil all right <laughs> and you got their <laughs> gotta attention get in their face but it is true man um the way that things grow naturally i've been obsessed with this ever since recharge is a microbial product that uh it, i was it's a lot of bacillus there's trichoderma and mycorrhizae in there and a few humic fulvic amino acids some molasses is a food source i tried to build kelp as a food source kelp also. is a food source and, and as uh you know as, as a micronutrient man yeah, totally. But uh, there was just a, I hooked up with a formulator that made me this product and goes, I got you. A wink, wink. I know what you're doing, Mr. Bamboo Farm. And uh, try this on your bamboo. Your Jamaican bamboo, sir. And, uh, dude, this shit's just fucking amazing. I've been with this formulator for years now. And uh, he just keeps on delivering an amazing product to me, man. So well, yeah, and I used to think, granted, that the... Uh the the show's gearing. I don't know. I always don't come up with the, the right word. Sometimes I always don't come up with the right word. Sometimes. Are you sure? I'm sure about that one. But <laughs> um, as far as we were, we're looking at growing in cocoa soilless medias, we don't talk a ton of deep water culture hydro flood tables anymore. But across the board, you can use recharge to inoculate rock wool, rock wool sites, your yep. slabs. Even if you still are in deep water culture and you want to inoculate your hydrogen sites with it and do it before when you're going to do a res change, you know, so your runoff has a res change and you don't want recharge sitting in a recirculating system, if you will. The idea is to get the bacteria, the bacteria make the sticky substance. Yeah. Glomulin. Um, I use the same comparison to when you wake up in the morning, you, the bacteria are trying to stick on your teeth so they don't go into the stomach acid, you know, or get brushed off. You actually have to brush them off. It's not like water will take, it will wash them away. You know, they've got that sticky glue. So what you're trying to 
do is get these bacteria to go down and start exchanging the nutrition that they're able to get. Bacteria eat. They're able to eat nutrition, and then they're able to bring some of it just sticks to them. And then they're able to bring that nutrition to the rhizosphere and exchange it for a sugar that the roots produce. And they'll just keep on doing it. <clears throat> the plant's super happy. It makes this sugar, and it just keeps going and going. It's awesome. Rhizosphere. I found a shirt in the locker room back in high school that I washed. And it said in gangster writing black, you know, it's like kind of homemade across right. the front. I get a, well, I think it said on the front, I get a, and then on the back, I get a resound. Not I get around, I get a resound. <laughs> I get a resound. I wash that and it shirt was up. spray painted? No, it was kind of, it was, it was right, just something. It right. was done by someone. Anyway, um, <laughs> you want to pick up some recharge, guys. Uh, if you haven't become a member or want to support the show, that is one way to help out. Support uh, the official product of the show, Amazon. Search Real Growers Recharge. and uh, Or just go to realgrowers.com if you want. That is a way to do it as well. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, I'll give it up what's to the best. What's the best t-shirt you've ever seen? Oh, some people are asking for recharged T-shirts, by the way. Yeah, my T-shirt, If the best one I've ever seen is this really wasted guy at a concert with a shirt that said, Nobody Knows I'm a Lesbian. <laughs> okay. On the guy, right? He was, Yeah, he was like passed out with the you know, puke all over him. I guess if you're, passed, if you're passed out, it adds to the whole motif right. of the... Of the right. Okay. Not the best bad, one I've ever seen, I do not know. <laughs> there are a lot of good ones out there. There sure are, man. I'll go with the one I'm wearing now, Calmer Than You Are. Pretty um, damn good. I think you maybe got me the shirt. I don't know. Or, I don't remember. I might have ordered anyway. It got, more attention. it got more attention on the island of Kauai than it does any day here in Colorado. And I think because there's you know a lot of calm people. Everything's a little slower and uh, good times. You're on island time, sir. Mammoth P, mammoth microbes is what I was going to tell you. That's you really, have, that goes real good with recharge, man. That's like, uh, it's like a little Bosco in your milk, brother. We have uh, plenty in the DGC have tried it. Uh, definitely a specific microbe pack, if you will, for fixing phosphorus. Is yes, that, sir. You yes, know, sir. making phosphorus more plant available. If you go onto their site, you can read about how in commercial ag, and actually in what we do too, um, when you water in and get that runoff, et cetera, the plant is only taking up X amount of your actual nutrient solution. There's a lot of nutrient and runoff. Sure. Uh, microbes only help that, you know, like. I'm definitely not reading from their site right now, but like microbioreactors, our beneficial bacteria continually produce enzymes that function to mobilize nutrients in the growth medium. You know what He's I mean? Very smart. Yes. So basically, you know, guys, it is a great way for microbes to work for you in flowering. And I think very soon, I don't see it on their site, but they're having the that mammoth NNK out as well. And I was really surprised actually when this company first came on board. Um, as a product that I was like, dude, we like we heard it was coming way before it was actually out. I was like, right. God, this new product's coming, you know, like competition, man, new micro product, it man. It ain't. You want to get as many microbes in in the uh, in the rhizosphere as possible. Yeah, and these guys are doing slightly different things. These guys actually, Mammoth P has a real targeted uh, 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 job, you know, which is to solubilize phosphorus. So cool stuff, man, and uh, people love it. They work, they use it with the recharge, and they absolutely love it, man. So, Word looks yeah, like our executive man. producers, Jay Maestro. I don't know who's that. Jay Maestro, uh, the man, the myth, yes, the legend yes. from down south, man. All right, 
Cool, man. What you been up to is usual hard work, participating, moderating, hanging out. I just doing really, a little bit of this and that all over the place. Yeah, I mean, he's the OG. Every time you look at a, you know, anytime it's almost like he can't resist when there's a good conversation, an intelligent conversation going on. He jumps right in and and uh, adds great, great knowledge, man. So I appreciate the hell out of it. He's a guy that helped build this site, man. He helped build this DGC with us. So respect to Jay Maestro. Thank you, sir. All right, I will second that. Yeah. All right, before we get into what's growing on, I will request what's growing on, Guru. Let's jam. Let's jam Ooh. out real quick. All Make right. sure you don't need one more toke before we talk. Yeah. And we'll be right back. Don't right. mind if I do. Charged up and feeling right. It's time to answer questions about growing weed without the hype. We've got to plant the seeds today to make all my stoner homies say, Yeah, yeah. Oh, what's growing on? What's growing on? man so i was checking out i got my uh i I don't think i don't know if i said it on the show i was having troubles with my smart tv you know it's about a year old (laughs) anyway i wonder what the problem was man so it's nice (laughs) samsung just this nice tv and uh it has all that shit it comes with everything right it comes with the wi-fi the netflix all the apps right so i'm like cool i don't need shit you know uh less wires i like to have the clean mount i do get a little anal you know like it's mounted up above the fireplace with the bricks around and like i don't want to see any wires coming out it's my chill room wow you are so cool man. i gotta have a clean look or else i'll scatter my brain a little bit anyway conscience scott i can't let you get away with it did you buy the high sense just because of the name I, no, I bought it because it was the cheapest TV. I've got an audiophile buddy. He does like million dollar audio and video stuff. And he's just like, just Scott, I know you. Just go buy the cheapest fucking TV Walmart has and you'll be happy, all right? I don't <laughs> give a shit about picture. I don't know. Anyway, I ended up getting, um, I watch Hulu, Netflix, and that shit. And Hulu kept having this glitch that there's no way I couldn't figure it out. Spent plenty of time on it, eliminated all the possibilities. So somebody's like, dude, you got to go buy. You can't rely on that shit that the TV comes with. Go buy like a, a Roku player. Oh, like or a tuner. A, yeah. You or a fire, the tuner. fire stick. So I'm at Best Buy. And the dude's like, I don't know. Have you heard of the fire stick? And I'm like, no. He's like, oh, it's actually the Amazon product. I've heard of it. Yeah, I've heard of and it. And if you have Amazon Prime. Anyway, you get all kinds of shit on that. And I hooked it up and I started watch, searching on <laughs> Netflix again. And I found a documentary called That Sugar Film. And... um this is how 60 days of eating health food, in quotation marks, led to fatty liver disease. Oh, he sure is so good looking. This is uh, <laughs> it's kind of weird as I'm looking at some Australian dude here. Damien <laughs> Gamu uh, and Scotty's gay tendencies. What? I'm just kidding. You can call men good looking without being home. Oh, yeah, man. I'm just very comfortable, man. No worries. 
So basically, did I this, say that or just thinking? I said it right. This, yes, this covered. Uh, he went on a diet uh, for sixty days, and it said he consumed the typical Australians forty teaspoons of sugar a day. He maintained exercise. Wait, wait, wait! Forty teaspoons of sugar—that seems like a lot. And he it? didn't eat like he you realize just... that. Like, if you go out into nature, you go back a couple hundred years ago, you like you had to make sugar, you had to refine it. It's not like—I mean—it's in all sorts of things, like bound up in the carbohydrates. So you eat an apple, and how the fuck are you going to OD on sugar in an apple? It's there. But well, there's he made so a good much fiber. A good point on that. So with and he was he, he this was like a clean slate start. He eliminated refined sugar from his diet sure. three three years ago. So he went into this and it wasn't like he went to the candy store, ate cakes or cookies all the time. He went and bought shit that was marketed to be healthy. You know, for example, like you said, a smoothie. You know, he went sure. to a Jamba Juice and he's like he downed the whole thing just fine. There was so much sugar. I forgot how much in that thing. And he made the point. You said, well, if I were just to eat an apple, I would actually be probably pretty good have an apple and a glass of water or something because of the fiber and because of he's like in some of these smoothies man you can compress so much sure. sugar into it and people look at it as a health food thing but really consuming that much sugar isn't so they're saying those juice diets ain't no good you know yeah juice they covered in uh, coca-cola he went to an aboriginal area in australia that got um, they got like as they modernized slowly, and then finally, well, there's a special pr- place in hell for people that bring Coca Cola to the Aborigines, man. <laughs> they and then you know they got their first grocery store that probably had the ability to freeze and and, and fridge things, and then sure. so slowly, instead of eating and having everything they needed, you know, in the land and how they've always lived, they started, of course, with humans. I won't say are lazy by nature. When you're hungry, you're going to get food probably the easiest way you can, typically. Um, and they started going to the store a lot, and all of, all of a sudden they had Coca Cola in that store. Everybody in the freaking town, every, diabetes, I bet. And this is an alcohol-free town. Sure. Um, Did they get diabetes? That they saying? oh, all kinds of yeah. problems, man. People that were dying way earlier from different uh, uh, liver diseases, and they but they would drink a bit because they just didn't understand or didn't care. Um, that and then they finally they hit, they made awareness. This one guy, I forgot his name, is Aboriginal. Um, ma- name meant like cut through the bullshit or something. Literally, <laughs> I like this. And he's guy. like, I saw this shit happening, and then it took about a year or whatever. You know, it's banned from the town now. Everybody's getting healthier, etc. Just really weird uh, micro things. But I suggest his last name meant real in Aboriginal. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I do. And then when you go into uh, Mountain Dew, I didn't know Mountain Dew's That's got like up, man. I, I didn't know it has like forty percent more caffeine than like That's Coke or deal. Pepsi. That's the deal. As well as like. A shit ton more sugar, and I don't drink any of this crap. But yes, it's not sugar, by the way. It's it's, sugar is actually made with sugar cane. This is high fructose corn syrup. Okay. Where you would need so much fucking lab equipment if you tried to make high fructose corn syrup in your kitchen from corn. Well, yeah, and they bring that point up with all the different sugars that are, you know, in their in these products. They got to equate it to a teaspoon of sugar. In a, in a different I mean, if way. you squeeze sugar cane, you get sugar cane juice out of it, and it's sweet. They've done studies on tooth decay in Mountain Dew and found that in the places that it's most popular, like, the amount of tooth decay that's there is completely... Dude, they went to... I, I, don't quote me on this. He came over Mountain to Dew America now. and part of his, uh, yes, uh, trip, and I thought it was some like, in Tennessee. And back in the day, it might have not been Tennessee, sorry if I'm wrong, there was, like, a war, a marketing war between um, Coke, Coca-Cola, and Pepsi, PepsiCo. Sure. And PepsiCo ended up kind of winning with whatever they did with the marketing. And in that town, it is where, like, 
the most Mountain Dew is freaking consumed. And just like Guru said, they had this, and I shouldn't laugh. This cat, his teeth were like gone. All of his teeth were gone, and he was like maybe 21 or he, something. He can still in, vote, homie. In some of the cold towns, it's cleaner than the, the – they'll use it to like brush their teeth because it's cleaner than the water it coming insane, out of the It's insane, man. It just blew my mind a little bit with yeah. him. Part of that's education, but sugar – uh, you know, some of the doctors were bringing up, well, what if we didn't even have, um, you know, these all these different sugar? And what does refined sugar mean anyway, by definition? Just it seems to me it went to a refinery. And was turned into its crystal plant material. Yeah, so you're not just taking it and squeezing it in a, you know, some kind of a, a device. You're uh, taking it to the refinery. Um, and actually, it's kind of weird. They actually, I see them do the sugar right around where my farm is. They burn the land. I mean, it looks like fucking hellfire when you're driving down the highway and the land is burning. And uh, they ex- quickly extinguish it. They burn off like Get this the wa- biochar, man. They, they burn off this waxy coating is what they do. And uh, and then they take that sugar to the refinery where they uh, use it. I believe they spin it in a centrifuge. And then they go and they have to crystallize it, which is as fucked up weird chemical process man so unless any of your sugar packets are so anything that's get, in a crystal if you when you see a but crystal you can get unrefined sugar from like whatever vitamin cottage that just go. means they didn't centrifuge the uh molasses out of it okay that's all that means word well anyway take it easy on the sugar and if you're interested in a good documentary out there that sugar film you know you're what you're talking about is something that i've been into as well which is i've been listening to this new book i was hanging out with dave montgomery um through that i learned th- uh, about this guy joel soliton who is basically just a badass farmer he's an old farmer he's probably crazy seems a little crazy which i like it's him good for that. to be a little crazy <laughs> i agree man i agree so but he's got this book out called folks this ain't normal and he starts just talking about how you know, you're not supposed to be loading up with high fructose corn syrup and all, you know, crazy amounts of sugar and all that. You're supposed to be eating things from the ground. You go back 80, 100 years ago, people were eating from their root cellars. You know, they would have, you know, fruit. There's no and- sugar in beer, right? <laughs> oh, shit. That's Just the right going. amount, man. Just the right amount. Yeah. Hey, Guinness has all the... Like, if you had to, I'm not saying you would strive, but you could survive off of sure. just, just oh, Guinness. People eat, drink Guinness for breakfast. I almost said <laughs> eat it. <laughs> it's like liquid bread. Yeah, it was just, okay, so there's an example. So these guys saying it's not normal to take bread and to be able to leave it out for two weeks and not have it get moldy. He goes, the reason it's not getting moldy is Or a soft taco in the glove box from Taco Bell stays good for a couple of days. He says because <laughs> that... that uh, uh, landfills go anaerobic that you can find hot dogs that look just normal there from years ago. Wait, have you seen? They have a time lapse of a McDouble over a year. It, yeah, it doesn't change it much. Just hardens up, right? Yeah, it just hardens. It I believe I used to like leave them off. around sometimes to see what happened, and they don't go away, man. I mean, yeah, I hear where you're going. But, well, he, let me let me get into this because what he talks about is we, I'm learning about microbes, right? I'm learning about that when you eat food, you have microbes in your stomach. And we'll go with a cow, okay? Joel taught me this. You go with a cow. A cow eats 50 pounds of grass, drinks 50 or 70 pounds of, of water, we'll say. 20 pounds of it sweats out and it pees out or whatever. And he gets, uh, what, uh, 100 pounds of uh uh, 50 plus 50, we'll say, he gets 100 pounds of poop coming out the end, which is a fertilizer. Gets mixed in with bacteria in his body, comes out as fertilizer. The bacteria makes it fertilizer. When humans, remember, there was something like, you know, humans are the only animals that uh, you can't use their waste as fertilizer. And it was because of all the antimicrobial stuff we're eating. You know, we eat so much 
uh, things that are spray, you know, or that are made. So if with you're things. on like a raw diet and shit, like then you can do some in the garden. I'd be willing to bet. But <laughs> yeah. well, I guess my point is though that um, we're asking for plants to absorb nutrients through microbes. You know, we're using microbes to have these plants absorb these nutrients, and that's how the plant's going to uptake the nutrient. Um, man, it's pretty crazy to think that that while we do that, what we do to our bodies, man, that we just eat uh, these. Uh, foods that are totally designed to not be uptaken by our body and that depends on on your uh your inputs again i'll give my shout out to natural grocers because they, they just won't put the shit on their shelves no preservatives that's no important GMO, as hell man some gmo food i'm not gonna say you know i'm totally against by any means but just out of my convenience um tons if you choose tons of they bag up all their kind of like uh, I forgot another store that does this, but all the raw ingredients for things that right. are like if you want if you want to take the time to cook shit whatever. Um, but it's just uh, important, man. I know it's a weed show, but just you know we all consider you can take a crossover right to yeah, cannabis. It's with so it. hard we consider what we're putting on our plants, you know, or at least we think we are. Anyhow, a lot of times I think we're putting real crap on there. Um, so yeah, I think it's important to uh, understand what you're putting in your body and in on your plants. You know, totally. Damn, the list is long, actually. I'm on natural grocers' products that we won't sell and why. Artificial sweeteners, asulfamane K, aspartame, sucralose. Yeah, a lot of that shit is really bad for you. Leached flowers. They just keep burying the information. I'm like, ah, fuck it. What was it? The same year as aspartame was released and approved by the FDA was when they banned the miracle fruit? From because I, I think the person that had they had taken the miracle fruit and made it into <laughs> like a chew that you would eat and it changes the way your tongue perceives sure. taste. Change, so it changes, changes sour to sweet. Sour to sweet. So lemons taste up. I've heard like, like chocolate. chocolate. Yes, they do. And coffee just tastes like uh, sugar <laughs> water. But the same year that they tried to get those approved by the FDA, aspartame was approved with a ton of uh, like lobbying backing behind it. Yeah, and, you find out that it really and it is pretty much just evil. got thrown thrown to the side and made to where you didn't really hear much about it at all. It's true. And something like that would be amazing for someone with diabetes to be able to still, at least the way they're perceiving it, that they're tasting sugar. And stuff. Man, we got to get a miracle fruit for when I go to Florida. I'm going to bring back a miracle fruit in a briefcase. It's a little, hey. bit, little bit too dry out here for those. Right, we'll see what we can do in the greenhouse, man. Maybe the greenhouse will be able to make it happen. Yeah, yeah until winter. Anyway, don't be skeptical, dude. I got more <laughs> shit up my sleeve. All right. What are we talking about? The grow van. Joe Sal- Salatan. Joe Salatan. And the really book is called guy. This Ain't Folks. Folks this Ain't, this ain't that's normal. the title of the book. Folks, This Ain't Normal. I like that. I like it's that. fucking awesome. It's, I mean, you can definitely tell the guy just left it all hang out. He's kind of crazy, but it's a good book, man. Well, we'll take it not full circle. Yes, sir. To, uh, you know, the term. A howly. Uh, howly. Did you man. get called a howly in uh, I don't in Hawaii? Believe so man. this time out, I didn't. I actually uh, the only time I think somebody might have called me something, I was like backing out in the rental jeep, which everybody has a freaking rental jeep, right? You know, I thought mine would be unique. I actually, made it unique. We took mud and I put a dog <laughs> on the side of it, which is my kid's nickname, and then we right. put some other custom stuff. But anyway, it's backing out. Didn't see a cat. You know, quick stop. You know, uh, looked like a native Hawaiian dude walking by and just heard him like mumble some like, you know, and I think he'll F-bomb this. And then I was like, okay, you know, good day. Good right. day to you. And then I was like, Why do we go, where do we go with this term? You know, Howley. And I, so I was like looking up an urban dictionary and I have an idea what it means. And it goes, a corruption, a, a 
Corruption of the word Howley, Hawaiian slang for foreigner, usually applied only to Caucasian people, not necessarily derogatory, depends on context. And then they have a sentence. If you look up Howley on the Urban Dictionary and spell it Howley, which is H-O-W-L-I-E, just right. how I spelled it, right. you probably are a Howley. <laughs> That's tight. That's awesome. So now I was talking with, uh, with Joe Bob out there, and he's like, you know, it's this and that. And it. Wh- wh- why do we have – it made me think, like, I guess – Who's aren't we all native? You know, I guess I go like hippie with it, dude. Like the people in Colorado that have the native stickers. Well, no, you come to my break, I'll cut your leash, man. We're all we're all people of the world, man. Yeah, see, and I guess it's human nature, though, right? To to uh, kind of you know protect your shit, your area. Who are these people coming uh, in? Yeah. What's going on here? My point. This is what, so what I'm saying, man. We've got uh, uh, we're designed. You know, I was just talking to Dave Montgomery, who's a geologist or geomorphologist. He goes, man, when you start thinking the way how slowly things change, um, we're not supposed. You know, whatever. A hundred years ago, like I said, we were, we were eating out of root cellars and stuff like that. We're not designed to change this quick. You know, yeah. We were quick. very territorial. Read the past that, hundred years have been insane. Read that book, Outliers. It'll talk to you about why you know why your Irish buddies like to fight, and it's because they were protecting their shit. You know that that people. You know if they you know pull down or change a rock or pull down a fence or something like that, you had borders and boundaries, and you were herders. It wasn't like. Uh, so it's true. It's basically a natural reaction to protect your resources that you have. It depends what your resources are. If you need people, um, if you're in Mexico and you've got a cannabis harvest coming and you need the whole town to make it work, you better fucking have to build community. If you've got five sheep and you need to keep those five sheep to make enough milk to eat, you're going to protect those five fucking sheep. And if somebody comes and changes their boundary lines or moves a stone or steals one of your sheep, them's fighting, man. Yes, it's I guess. Fucking interesting. So, whoever wins the fight, then did we win the fight? I mean, the islands are just so diverse. I made me also ask, like, dude, this place is paradise. How many people can really live here? People my, keep why do you moving think, there. Why do you think you're called a howley? You know, I, I, don't, I didn't take it in a derogatory context at all. I thought they were just being friendly with me. I think they're saying, "Don't move here, howley." Yeah, it depends on where you go, man. Many years before, I was out and playing pool on on Kauai, actually, 17 years ago. Right. As a young buck, probably like 19 or some shit. And, uh, a young buck dude. Yeah, out at playing, yeah, late night pool at some of the bars. Yeah, you'd find the uh, other native young bucks that wanted to start some shit oh, real quick. Fuck yeah, man. Fuck yeah. Just for the fun of it. But I ain't throwing down. I'm a lover. And then <laughs> I usually would not even fight anyway. After that, I am a restrainer. I like to restrain. Really? Um, only, yeah, I know, I know a couple minimal moves, maybe just cause my buddy was like, uh, the guy that's actually my friend. That's a cop. Now we, we, we throw down some moves, man. Look out. Oh, I know how to knock your feet out from under you and restrain you <laughs> anyway. Hey, my buddy's a cop, man. I just got to warn you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the corniest shit ever. All right. Sounds good. So, uh, did you want to touch on, uh, nah, it's all good. good. I talked about it. How man. we rolling guru? How long, uh, we're doing good here. Like 25 minutes. Scotty's got a hot concert. Hot concert to hit, man. Yeah, man. Bang your head. It's good I don't have a voice right now because I wouldn't have one anyway. Yeah, no. You can tell the peeps, man. You can hit up some Metallica, Metallica, man. It's going to be a good show, I'm sure. My wife wants to go see Metallica. Like I said, my buddy seen him a couple months ago, and he goes, Scott, it was like they were playing because they were going to pass and getting paid by a tip jar at the end. He goes, that's how much they gave a shit and fucking put on like an amazing performance, you know? It's awesome when guys, I mean, when I was in high school, Metallica was rocking it. So it's got to be 50 years old, right? I better get a video message of Master of the Puppets. Oh, man. Master of all the puppets, sir. 
Well, you know, he's chilling. His home's right up the hill there in Vail, uh, Hetfield. Is it really? That's cool. <coughs> man, Excuse that's, me. that's some good shit, man. I was never like a real uh, speed metal guy at all. I was more of a... Uh... I don't call Metallica speed metal necessarily. It depends on what album, maybe. Are you sure? I think Metallica's just the definition of metal. Huh. Like just plain metal. But they like... play it faster. I mean, there was cheese Speed metal, metal would be 80s. like Ministry. Yes. That's industrial, and that's my shit right there, man. All right. I got Dank Nug here. Dank Nug from Forest Fire. Yes. Says post no. This is no, called. No, this, is from, this is Forest Fire from Mr. Bobby Buds. Yes. Bobby Buds been getting some play on Instagram, man. This is a clone passed down from a buddy of mine growing in cocoa with worm castings, Botanicare Newts, along with Recharge and Mammoth Pea. Nice. Hand watered in three gallon pots. Two week veg and approaching day fifty. Bobby Buds of flowering. That's the way it's supposed to look, sir. Grown under two two thousand watt DE oh thousand watt double ended air cooled and two three by three fifteen uh forty to two hundred Kelvin green beams. I don't know what those are, but three fifteens. And an eight by ten. That sounds like a nice lighting setup, sir. RO water flush with new millennium winter frost. And yes, you have a beautiful Frosty dank nug, proper, proper nug for a thousand (laughs) nugs, man. We'll give you a thousand nugs. Check it out, acquire and accumulate your nugs. He's got got a good check out his, uh, his what do they call those? The little picture by your profile pic. It says it's SpongeBob SquarePants with uh, looks like there's a rainbow over his head and it says, Fuck, I'm baked. (laughs) That's awesome, man. Bobby Buds says, uh, I am a passionate Michigan medical grower. With a big dream, follow me on Instagram at bobby.buds for daily grow updates. Well, fuck yeah. Sounds good. Hell yeah. Burn those thousand nugs. Just click on DGC Shop and get into the vault over there. Deal. Lots of great gear. All right. Let's see here. What you got? Ooh, what you I got? will mention in there, there is flowering CalMag right now in the vault, which uh, is a CalMag from Growmore with zero N in it. And uh, it is a good option for you guys that need a CalMag still late in flowering. Since a lot of CalMags out there carry a little bit of nitrogen regardless. Yes, sir. All right. What do I got? What you got, man? Oh, look at this, man. This is, uh, is a little grower's love. It's a throwback to the first 420 smoke break with Guru and Scotty. Oh, how cute. Yeah. <laughs> wonder when this was, man. Looks like September 2nd. Okay, there yep. we go. Yeah, oh, Guru's on camera here, man. Look at that. Huh. That was a different look there for you, for you Guru. <laughs> Just in case his mom was watching. Scotty has a little bit more hair. Oh, boom. I couldn't help it. Oh, man. It's at the right angle, brother. Just don't look <laughs> down. Just don't look down, all right? All right. Let's move on to... Uh, you found a couple interesting stories. Oh, yeah. You want you want a hashtag or do you want to go to the news, brother? Well, I guess, where do you go? If you want to see that, um, the throwback to the smoke break with you guys, where is that at on the site? Do you I think it's in the member section. Oh, okay, yep. cool. Yep. And what else we got, man? All right, here, look. Fish Ganja guy, man. Check this out. We'll check out some hashtags. Dude Grow Show. If you guys want to be mentioned, just use the hashtag Dude Grow Show. God damn, looking good, Fish. Looking real good. Some good buds tied up with some twisty tie. Yeah, it says, yeah, I feel pretty good about how this round turned out. Yeah, Hashtag dude. recharge it up. I like that one, man. <laughs> Who else we got on here? The kind cannabis and a bud of Jesus OG. You know who the kind cannabis is. That's a boy Kingston, homie. Freshly cured. Ooh, look at that. Man, these are good pictures. I love it how everybody today these days can get like the most... 
dope picture back in the Wait, day it'd be like what when, kind of camera you use when you know you're, you're you know you're taking good pictures when someone comments and says take that piece of hair out before you take the picture you yeah know? i can see a little piece of hair under it that's for scale okay that's only for scale and uh yeah and this is d-a-k-i-n-d-c-a-n-n-a-b-i-s the kind cannabis follow them man good stuff kingston's badass the All kind right. queen also a good account to follow let's do a little news man Come on, let's do it. You found some interesting shit here, man. Who found this? Um, I did find it, sir. Iconic, iconic high times. If you haven't heard of the magazine, sells as I kill internet pop-ups and bad... Uh-oh, here it goes. Sells. Iconic high times sells for $70 million to Denver Pot Entrepreneurs, comma, Damian Marley. So what did they do? Damian Marley, give us, a, give us 50 bucks, man, and put your name on it, and we'll be good, man, all right? Long-time torchbearer, this is out of the Westward, for marijuana media was sold to Orvia Capital, a Los Angeles-based investment group that includes Denver Pot. Why do they get to do that, people? I mean, I'd be, if they called me, oh, you're a pot, you're a pot podcaster. I'd fucking love it. Denver thought, Pot Entrepreneur. I thought the, I would love it. the proper vernacular was uh, ganjapreneur, not pot entrepreneur. Hey. It was ganja. I would go with that. For I will sure. smoke ganja. I will smoke pot. I'll even smoke some weed with you. I'd be called the cannabis entrepreneur. Anyway, yeah. his name it's is Kavan. Kayla Barati. Kayla, what do you got there? No, I have fun. Kavan Calabarati. There we go. Sorry. Sorry, Kavan. And a reggae musician and royalty, Damian Marley. It says they confirmed the 70 million acquisition. Um, we'll give them a majority stake in high times. And. Uh, they talk about the the cannabis cup. Kind of cool that Damian Marley's part owner in High Times now. Yeah, uh, is basically I'm hoping that they they talk about um, bringing back. It says one of these offerings and events they do the cannabis cup on April 20th hasn't existed in Denver for two years because of planning difficulties. Uh, Levin's team expects to have bigger presence in Denver going forward, though they couldn't say exactly how just yet. He goes, we hope to come back, in quotes, we hope to come back to Denver in some way. We're looking f- at a few different events, he says. So I'm, I'm stoked, man. I didn't ever feel recently that um, High Times was doing an awesome job. I know they had some uphill battles with their Cannabis Cup. It wasn't just their fault. There's weather. There's got, there's politics to deal with. There's right. permits. And right. they, they lost the like their like OG lawyer, right? They lost their old man lawyer that had all the connections. And then oh, as far as in a, de- a death or... Yeah, he died because of old age. You know, he's like oh, okay. 80-something years old. But think about, I can't say no to my grandpa, man. Or I can't say no to this guy. I owe him a fucking favor. And they, so you're only a good lawyer if you have connections? Yes. <laughs> so Yeah, that 100% is true. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, want, uh, you want that lawyer knowing the judge, yeah. knowing every juror? Yeah. So the... Uh, the you got me off track. There, I told I you about that time I got pulled over and I tutored the cop's daughter, and I was just like, "Hey, Jason, how are you? How's Sanessa doing, man? Remember when I mentored her last year?" And he's just like, ah. "Dude, it's nice to have connections, bro." So what? You, that was the one where you were supposed to get a ticket, probably. That asked- guy, I found out. I talked to another cop recently, and he goes, "Dude, we psychologically profi- profile those guys, man." You know, full on profile those guys to find the most soulless ones. And oh, to be the tra- traffic cop, the ruiners, man. They just fucking sit there and ruin all fucking day, man. The ruiners. Yes. Could you all imagine right. what that would do to your psyche? So, what if you, what if you had to take thirty four fucking phone calls and tell everybody to fuck off? You owe me two hundred bucks. <laughs> yes. You know, and some people though might uh, they might kind of get off on it a little bit. You know. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> what they find. 
and they might be really short, and they might have gotten beat up in high school. No, I don't know. No, none of them are short, man. Don't take it. The you, you ain't got to be short to be neglected, brother. I love the police. <laughs> so we got uh, where I was going at. I'm hoping that this is going to be a good thing. Yeah. Um, that I'm not saying high times ever went to shit. I don't know. What high times went to shit when, Danny spe- Danko. when they had the fake fucking flowers that they would send you. Oh yeah, I that agree was with bullshit. that. Uh, that's disgusting, and they should be ashamed of themselves for that period, man. The uh, I wonder. I don't know if Danny Danko is still with him. I think maybe he's a cultivation editor. I know the podcast never came. That was a pretty cool podcast. Um, but we'll see what's what's what, man. And uh, hopefully, high times will be doing some good shit here. And I'm excited that one of the majority owners is a denver dude so yeah it's, 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 this guy seems cool i would think that i could smoke a joint with cayenne calabrati never know he looks like he smokes doesn't he uh i don't do i don't play that game anymore because so many people smoke it's so it, true i mean man. i don't it's like it's so true oh you smoke okay you can't put a look unless it's like the like dirty hippie i mean sure we can stereotype there a little bit dreads probably most people nine out of ten people with dreads yeah, okay, I'll go with that stereotype, man. All right, so do you have some no. news here yourself? Oh, I don't, I don't I, know. I actually found this one. What do you got? Um, the Secret Service is having to hire so many new people to protect uh, so many different of like Trump's properties and his family and stuff. That, <laughs> what? That they, they can't hire enough people that can pass a polygraph and say they've never used weed before. That sounds about right. So that now they're taking that off the list of questions they ask. So they're going to allow Perfect. secret service agents who have used marijuana in the past to be secret service agents. And people that are human. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Interesting. I'd rather my secret service agent smoke every once in a while or in his past have smoked than be like an alcoholic or use pain pills all the time. Yeah. Oh, you reminded me of that. maybe they do need more help. How was somebody recently, I think it was when Obama was in, where that uh, the person climbed the fence and actually got ran past right. the woman guarding the door. <laughs> right. And uh, Joe Rogan does a hilarious bit on it as far as being like, okay, he made it into the White House, people, <laughs> all the way into like three rooms down. And he was just running. And he's like saying he was probably hoping he was like suicidal mission. And he's like, I can't believe I made it this far. I never expected <laughs> to actually make it this far. I don't really have a plan of what I'm going yeah. to do next. Yeah. At first, when I jumped over the fence, I didn't really have a plan. Yeah. I thought it was all going to go to shit, but right. I'll be damned. I made it all the way in. <laughs> that's fucked up. Anyway, man. I'm not going to get into women cool. guarding the White House. So You're fucking sexualist, man. I didn't say any. That's why I said I'm not going to get into it. I've seen UFC. You're assuming I'm going to say that they shouldn't. So you should not assume or you make an ass of you and me. Watch some UFC before you say anything about chick. If you want to see a dozen chicks that'll fuck you up. Word. Yeah. They're not girls in the White House, though. (laughs) All right. So what do we got here? Source Vapes, guys. Shout out uh, Source Vapes. I think it's just sourcevapes.com. Coupon code, coupon code dude over there. You said, they say they just sent you some more shit? Did they you did. open it up? Do you I know what it is? I've got some of the Orb Fours. Yeah, they're cool. we got to do a giveaway, man. we got to have to do a meme Deal. contest soon for some source vapes. Um, definitely good vape pens, solid vape pens. Can I make a suggestion? And, yes. Why don't we just fucking do one, man? Do one what? Do a meme contest, man. Oh, okay. Yeah, so a source vapes meme contest, man. We'll give, uh, I got two. We'll give first and second prize, man. So make go make a good source vapes meme. Um, what do you say, next Friday? You want to end it? Let's do it. Come on, let's do that. That will work. Next Friday. As Are the you checking your calendar, sir? Organized one. I don't know how to look at the calendar, apparently. Me neither. Whatever next Friday is, we're People. giving away two. Yeah. Two source vapes. Which will be, you're including this Friday as well? So next Friday will be the 16th, I believe. 
Deal, man. Deal. June sixteenth. Deal. I'm All right. with it. Anyway, sounds good. They're really cool. They keep on redesigning these things and keep on making new designs of them. I actually got one in my pocket. If you don't know how to make the memes, guys, go over to dudegrows.com. You just create memes on our site. We put them over on Instagram. Dude grows for you as well. And the likes on Instagram are counted. The floss, man. This thing's the shit, though. The, the floss? Flostradamus. Oh, Flostra- Flostradamus. Yeah, that shit kills, man. All right. So, uh, before we get into a little bit of grow talk here, man, we need to talk about getting a recharge. Deal. The Big Tomato. Where's the Big Tomato, sir? Big Tomato's in Denver, ain't it? Yes. Over yeah. in uh, Arvada. I think it was Aurora. I could be wrong, though, unless they have two locations now. You'll find them anyway Could-y. if you just search for the Big Tomato in Colorado. Um, pick up some recharge over there and tell them the Dude Grow Show says, what's up? Yeah. You should be playing that shit in your store. Hey, did we do this brown guy? Because brown guy 420 would be a really good uh, uh, guest. It seems like somebody hashtagged him with the DGC guest. Yeah, we've we got, done him. we got to get him on again. Right. Yeah, we'd go again. That's think... a cat up in uh, BC, British Columbia. Brown guy 420, right? Brown, I'm not thinking. He did the DVDs back in the day. Is that the same guy? No, or that's no? the Brown no, Dirt no. Warrior. Oh, brown, yeah. Brown, yeah. Brown guy 420 is a YouTube grower, and he does... Like right. strictly organic dude if you haven't checked out the brown dude warrior though some of his shit's hilarious he's like oh, running he's like running through the woods the barefoot with a bale <laughs> on him and he's like all ripped and shit like that's fucking great that's gorilla growing right there man. yes that's rambo first blood growing weed yeah but <laughs> rambo. um but brown guy is doing some organic stuff and it's interesting he's he's the guy i'd like to check out or i, cool. I, sh- I should be uh subscribing to all his stuff man because he's got some really interesting stuff going on well, let's take a quick break, man. Hit the grow talk <laughs> up coming up, and we will be back in a moment, man. Come on, Deal. I want to lay Deal. I got my strains from JR Token, straight up Oregon bling. Started stacking on the trichomes, gonna yield really big. But each time I try to get them scaled upright, losses don't grow more than six plants, and don't you use a real light. To the lawman and the preachers, just about everybody else. It shouldn't be against the law to grow some weed for yourself. Oh, now maybe, just maybe, it's the civilized way. You're free to buy your ganja, but you're gonna have to pay every visit to the store. Them grams are higher priced, cause them $80 eggs, baby, they just don't feel right. So to the mothers and the voters, and just about everybody else, it shouldn't be against the law to grow some weed for yourself. Right, the ground, the ground is what yeah. I'm seeing here. Dude grows dot com forward slash in the ground or out the ground from Bud Nicholson. It's given name. <laughs> Good day, DGC. Bud here. I've been growing outside for a long time during summers in Canada. I'm going to keep a few plants and planters this year. I bought a tight little greenhouse, six by eight by almost seven, no, six and a half foot tall. 
to add to my collection of legal grows. I like it to add to my collection of legal grows. I like it. You know, if I have problems at one, I, I'll, I'll go to my other world, elsewhere, yeah. my collection. Yeah, that's how it's done, homie. He said he was going to keep four to six plants and some 30-gallon planters. Does this sound right for the size? I'm growing mostly organic, but I'm hybrid hybridizing. I didn't get nail it totally, but yeah, no, you got it. The brother. approach for the greenhouse. I still have three pre. I love it. Three pre two thousand five headbands. These are not 06s, sir. Shit, you remember what happened in 06, man? <laughs> Headband OGs in the ground that I posted an article about in early May. They're about three and a half feet tall now and topped once. Already have one sixty day lemon skunk autos in one of the planters in the greenhouse. Scotty, dude, and guru, please educate me on some hacks for big planters and greenhouse. So he's got one in there, a 60-day lemon skunk. Right. Probably I mean, in a 30-gallon, I'm assuming. I mean, he's right to go bigger. You know, I, I went with those big raised beds in my greenhouse. I like the idea of having a lot of soil in there. You know, the more soil you have, the less change. And some of it gets to depending, man. I would put whatever containers um, that uh, I don't uh, – I guess you got to decide if you're going to be if you want to be able to move them or not. Is it consentite? Is, is that first, the, first question the right you one? Have to ask <laughs> that sounds good. Or is bless you better for your where you're at in your spiritual life? Yeah, man, just bless me, man. If the dude blesses me, how can that be All bad? Right, man? Cool, you are blessed. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, Guru, what were you saying? I was saying that first, like the first thing he needs to decide is for sizing. Does he want to be able to move them or not? I was agreeing. Like, does, does he want that to be an option? If not, go as big as you possibly can. Yeah, but you got to keep some. I I like to be able to move around a little bit. Sometimes this actually depends, like on how old or bendable you are. I've been in shit like my grow now when it's maxed out. I got right. I do some moves like sure. to get around, and, and some it gets people old. Like that's when I was doing my greenhouse beds. I was like, okay, how big do I want to make these? How much do I want to crawl around these? And I ended yeah. up giving myself like four out of the ten foot. I made six foot beds. No, I mean I gave myself two foot. Another cool option is um, I don't know if you have enough height, but or if it's smooth enough. Those dollies with the roller wheels on them, the, the cast like throw it up on caster wheels. Yeah, right. you're gonna add about probably four to five inches to do that. No, and think these these plants are already three and a half feet tall. Gotcha. They've been topped once. They're going out now. So they're not going to flower until what, so August. Gonna be huge. Yeah, they're going to be monsters. Especially, he's, he might end up having to take the top off the greenhouse. You know what would be so dope? If they grow into, or top them multiple times throughout the if season. You get a, if you know how to run a backhoe, no, there's some operators out there. If you've yeah, seen them. There's I some suck. real operators. But probably not an option. But if you, I mean, it would be a lot of regular muscle work. You could do it. I have a story really quick. Yes. I was running a bulldozer one time in the middle of nowhere. And then a cop pulled up, and I was smoking joints, but I wasn't smoking one that second. And I just got off the bulldozer, and I said, "Is there a problem, officer?" And he goes, "I ought to arrest you for how shitty you're running that bulldozer." <laughs> did he give you some tips? Uh, yes, he did. He acted ended up being a nice guy. <laughs> okay. Regardless of the bulldozer, what I'm getting at to get extra height, it would be really cool to put a uh, in quotations no till bed situation in there you're going to gain the container height of a 30 gallon containers like a couple feet probably sure um and then you're going to be able to reuse and reuse and reuse and really have a cool bed for worms and treat it like earth and have the cooler earth below um 
I guess I'd say a little bit of a cooler. It depends. Earth. Is this just like a gorilla grow kind of thing where he's just got friend lets him put some plants yeah, in the Yeah, it depends uh, on how long. If it's a year after year after year thing, it would be worth it. Right. Um, but when I was talking about putting the plants on rollers, that'd be dope because you, you it'd be it's really clutch if you can, unless it's a privacy issue. Roll your plants out and walk around them, wash them off, sure. check, you know, your IPM is getting your eye. It's always that back plant that you never get to that corner that gets the powdery mildew started. You know what I've done for rollers is you can go at Home Depot. They've got the Brute, 44-gallon Brute uh, mm-hmm. canisters. The circular holder things? It's expensive, man. I mean, it's probably 30 bucks for the casters for the bottom of it, but it screws right on there. So you can make yourself like a, you know, I don't know if I'd go... I'd probably cut it a little bit to make it maybe a 30-gallon, but you can have a 30-gallon on casters. It's probably cost you 50 bucks or so. It would if you're getting the trash can, too, you're saying? Trash can and the casters, it gets expensive. That's a, that's a probably a, I'm going to give that a 68, 7% risk rating for stitches as well when you're cutting oh, cut, that hard yeah, plastic. Cutting plastic with fucking, yeah. you, you could just, with two-by-fours, fr- frame something out, plywood on top, smart pot goes on top of that, wheels on the bottom. Sure. I just put a piece of plastic on there. <laughs> on the bottom, you know, on the bottom of it, for real piece, piece of this queen, so it doesn't grow rot, into rot the ground. Yeah, and then you can should be able if the roots aren't grown into the ground, you should be able to twist it. All I really want to do with my plants is give them a little quarter turn every, you know, every couple of days. Go out there and just get a little. That too is awesome, spot. man. Like you get if you keep turning your plant. I did this in my indoor grow recently with one of the lemon G's. I'd give it a quarter turn every light cycle. And just helped it be, yeah, uniform out. Dig yep. it. And exposing areas that might create a micro habitat, constantly moving them since nothing funky's going. Anyways, teeth are outside the bones, man. Yeah, they're outside. Has bones, anyone sir. used biotabs? So, has anyone used biotabs? If so, how are the result? They are organic and an organic slow release fertilizer that you put below the root ball when transplanting. Um, it goes Mephesto. What kind Genetics of tabs are these, man? Recommends them, and they use in their grows. Um, anyway, what this is, I've seen the company Extreme Gardening, who does Mycos. They came out for a while, which I don't know if they're still available, like the little like tea bag or organic nutrient packs. Okay. That at transplant, you put some, you could put some here or there in the right. red zone. The idea being, um, you know, it's just an easy way instead of like mixing in a handful, taking a handful of wow. so, so it's like the spiking concept yeah. for like container organic gardening, where where like I know the cheapest way to do it is those Job's organic sticks. Yeah, dude, that if they you put Job's in Devo. there, you never have to do anything. You don't fertilize shit. And what's in Job's again? <laughs> uh, the kitchen sink. Man, I'm just telling you, I've been watching these guys, these people do it. Now I'm really going to start emulating it. People grow dank with microbes and compost. You know, the compost is basically um, it pulls nutrition out of whatever it's composting and holds it. And that's what people are growing. They're growing great nutrient dense food. If there's if you can grow nutrient dense food, why wouldn't you be able to grow nutrient dense cannabis? The nutrients are the you know, not only the NPK, but the flavonoids and the uh, and the terpenes. Yeah, well, and I'm not sure exactly why he's interested in these packs. One thing is it's another one of these uh, super convenient things where if you took, I don't know exactly, but let's say, um, again, Roots Organic has a all-purpose bloom mix, you right. know, and if you just took a full half cup of that and put it in a tea bag, I'm thinking you probably have the same thing as what this product is kind of. I'm not positive, but I would rather just mix my shit in the soil. Uniformly rather, than yeah, have a pack. I'd rather have the distribution of water. Water is a really good carrier. People all the time are like, oh, can I just sprinkle the recharge on or the dump it on me? I'm like, no, use the water. It's an activator and it's a carrier. 
You know, think about water dripping down through it, you know, saturating every bit of that media. And a lot of times things like cocoa, they like to wick. They like to wick the water. So, yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a good idea to use water. Again, if you're trying to go with the time release thing, though, you would you do get that with mixing things in. I think it's maybe a little gimmicky. Maybe. What is it? Who makes this? Anybody it we've looks heard like, of? It looks like it's uh, based out of Europe. Because it says yeah, the, bio, packaging. Bio, the packaging says biotabs.eu. Big roots, big fruits. So let's see what it says. It's got 10 biotabs, uh, 250 gram starter X, 250 milligram Organtrex, 50 milligrams or 50 grams of Microtrex, which I would imagine is mycorrhizae, 25 grams of Bactrex, which would be a bacteria. So I guess they're separating them. So it looks like they're giving you a mycorrhizae, a bacteria. I don't know. The best thing for mycorrhizae is to actually have your roots touching it, you know, and then the bacteria you want to use consistently and, and a lot and, of it. And your roots touching it as early as possible. So yes. That, so that there's a really small area of roots that the mycorrhizae has to populate and uh, like surround instead I, of doing it later on when there's a huge root mass that there's no way it could possibly start to inhabit all of that. We have to think of a less gross analogy, but the analogy I can come up with is if you've ever seen anybody with a fingernail fungus, it's just a very small amount of, uh, you know, it, it infects an area. And then as it comes out, as the new growth comes out, it's not like it's clean. The fungus effect, you know, attacks that new growth as fast as it can be grown. That's the same thing if you inoculate the roots, the mycorrhizae roots with a fungus. As those roots grow... All the fungus has to do is cover the area that, of new growth. Came up with a new T-shirt, What's inoculation that? station. Whoa, it's pretty good, huh? Maybe that sounds like we need to have. Only a few people get it, but if we you need wear to it, have one of those, the anti-vaxxers are going to hate you. <laughs> anti-vaxxers? Yeah, What's the, that? the anti-vaccine people. That yeah. I love the fact that dude is totally unaware that that exists, man. <laughs> <laughs> keep with your keep with your Kindle Fire stick, there, buddy. All right, LED street light help from backyard to grow dad. Immediately, I think BB gun. Did you wire steal cutters? Street light. So, greetings, DGC. Welcome back, dude. Thank you. I trust your Kauai trip was a blast. Yes, sir. Backyard grow dad chiming in for a grow question. First, I must say my hempy race car is moving fast. All is well in my grow. My question is. Well, uh, quite a while ago, I remembered hearing something on the show about a product that disables. The ability of street lights to keep our outdoor plants awake at night. Do you recall what that stuff is, what it's called, and how it works? <laughs> I do on. recall. Immediately, like I said, one. Wait, wait, wait. Chuck's got the best answer what's he got? right here. A .177 caliber pellet. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> but so I thought this through too, man. Like, I don't know of anything in a bottle. I remember we covered a bottle that uh, kind of some interesting stuff with like the frost and summer. And and summer. Shit, yeah. I thought of that winter and summer were products that derivatives of plants that grow in the desert. Those plants can handle shit. That's so different extremes. And then they put it in a bottle. But um, as far as this goes, I literally have a street light that would shine somewhat into my driveway and my grow lightly. I wasn't that concerned about it. And then I thought, so I opened up the bottom of the pole or uh, Jude did actually that night. My brother Jude, he opened All up right. the bottom of the pole and I peered sure. in there. I was like, hmm. I'm like, you know what? If I just cut a wire here, they're obviously going to know 
It's tampered with. They're not going to just come just there. Just check the statute of limitations on tampering with electrical equipment, please. It's probably one year. I, I, I just opened it up and looked. I did not tamper with it. Your brother Jude did, sir. I did not. Uh, I don't care. I didn't do anything This show's wrong. for entertainment purposes anyway. It is true. I didn't cut anything or do anything because I was like, dude, that's a telltale sign of somebody around here screwing a shit. I got my grow right there. They might figure it out, especially right. if it's stinky. And Regardless. So what I did was... Uh, Crashed your car into uh, it. Put a, that's not bad. Put a ladder... Up to it, a double extended ladder. I had somebody held the ladder, went up there with two straps, and I took a foil, actually, um, uh, baking foil, and I spray painted, though, the baking, before I went up there, the baking foil, like a primer gray. Right. Kind of the same middle blending color with the lighting shit going on, because I figured shiny foil would look worse, and just totally half-wrapped it. Oh, wow. So, like, the light shines out to the street still, but it doesn't shine to my yard. He and, like, that's dude, still up, man. dude. That has been up for, like, four years now, and it's still up. It needs to be redone if I care. Part of it's starting to fall. But totally worked. They never came and checked anything. So that's my recommendation. Get a ladder. Get to work. If I'm climbing up a fucking ladder, I'm stealing that street light. I'm bringing that 1,000-watt HBS into my house, and I'm lighting <laughs> the fucker up. It's becoming an indoor light. I don't know man. how they know if they're out. I'm assuming my neighborhood's built in the mid-'70s. They don't have, like, a system. Light number four out on this court, right. I don't think. But regardless, but that's it's still... That's the halide right there, man. It's a thousand-watt halide. You can block it, man. You could go up there, too. So there's a bunch of different options. Like, I'm, I also think that might even be easier. Like, there's got to be some type of... Um, something in a spray can. I'm not saying paint that you could hit the lens with um, that wouldn't be vandalizing, maybe. But I'm not sure. Like, they have... Uh, which I'm going to use on a, a sunroof. I replaced the paint that tints, like, all the, the guys that like to tint out the car and trick shit up. Right. So they got the spray tint can. So you can spray tint your lenses, or it, sure, it says sure. for off-road use only on the can, yeah, of course. It does. But maybe you could tint half that light out. Technically, I guess you're vandalizing at that point. Right. If you're just wrapping some foil on it, you're not vandalizing. It's completely removable. It's just an accessory to the light. I kind of like the BB gun idea. Man, but then they're going to totally know. I mean, I mean, it might work. No, for they're going to know someone did it. You they're could do it. You could do it if it was a desperate measure. You could do that one time. Because you do pay your tax dollars, so you can you yeah. paid for what take, take a take a do justify uh, shit. a page from the sniping handbook. You you're back in the room a little bit, so nothing's exposed. No one's gonna see you shooting it through your window and out. Guru giving sniper. I didn't really now, recommend man. it. Yeah, you gotta make sure if you miss whatever is behind the light is not your neighbor's window or house or bird. Anyway, Dude. it's not that big a deal. It's bird. Hey. <laughs> can you eat robin eggs? What do you do when a uh, <laughs> what the hell are we talking about here, man? What do you, what do, you do when a uh, robin abandons its nest? You're going to need to eat a lot recently. of robin eggs. And you, should, full, you, should, you should also be asking, uh, why did the robin leave those eggs? Because oh. she built her nest on top of a floodlight at my back door of my deck where like everybody goes in and out of the deck. Shit's going down all the time. Right. It's a high activity zone, but I'm not positive, and I know we're off subject. We'll get ready to wrap this show up. Just in my yard, there was a there was some type of I think you would call it a, like a falcon's a raptor, right? Yeah, some type of raptor was in my yard, and like my kids, like Dad, what is? It? <laughs> and like it was a gray Dad, looking bird, bird stole my daughter, <laughs> and all, and then it flew off, and it flew off of the bird wrapped up in its claws. There was just a feather freaking pile in my yard. I'm like, I don't know, maybe that Robin mom just was not quick enough today. I saw an you eagle, better watch I saw an dog eagle, ears, eagle man. grab a fish fishing the other day. That's awesome. That was badass. Right, Rocky Mountain High, dude, grow show guys. We're gonna get ready to wrap it up. Wake and bake America. 
437. Yeah. Shout out to all you members in DGC. Yes, sir. And uh, everybody that's stepping it up. Word of mouth, guys. Tell your friends. Tell your fellow growers. Tell everybody about the show. Appreciate it. Leave some comments in the social media. You YouTubers love it. Love the people that are watching the video show and making a bunch of good comments over there. And uh, we'll be back. Absolutely. Stay high. Yeah. And uh, let's give a little, uh, a few shout outs here, man. Come on. We got Cleveland Kyle and Mike Rogue T, Green Trees, and me. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go with Yondo. Yondo yeah. and Token. Da Token. Token. Da Local Steve and uh, what is it? Oifet. Oifet 11. Sharon. Very simple. <laughs> and then we have another Tokit. Tokit 613. I got the easy ones. I got Donald Bank and Garden Girl. Numbers. Appreciate it. Hi, Micah. Right? I kind of do that. Jim AKWD. I go with the Hi, Micah sometimes. Hi, Micah. WD. Jim AKA. China Man Grove. Yo, yo. The bomb hit man. Probably takes some, uh, take some lessons from Guru. Piss Drunks. Oh, 420. Like that guy. Top 608. Alright, guys. Take her hard. Stay real high. I take her easy. Be dangerous out there. Scare yourself. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. Is to take a little break That means we're lighting up a dude It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep a good buzz on, on, on It's just weed It's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill It's what the doctor says to do They shake their heads Natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new, new, new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good buzz on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it all day long. Big man, catch you riding high. Oh, we're gonna lock you in a cage. No. If you wonder why he hates the dank, just look at how he's being paid. No. 